Hello, and welcome to Starseed Transmissions. My name is Michaela, and I'm your host. I have created this podcast to be a place for messages channeled with the intention to raise awareness and heal the collective through radical mindset shifts. If you have been drawn to this space, congratulations. You are operating from a higher level of consciousness. You are a wisdom keeper and an expander. I know that you have infinite avenues to invest your energy. So I first want to express gratitude for you choosing to invest it here with me today. Let's take a deep breath together. And tap in to receive the transmission. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Starseed Transmissions. This episode is not really a fun one. I'm not extremely excited for this one like I have been others, um, but I think this is going to be a very important and impactful episode. I think it is important for me to show up um, in a raw and vulnerable state. I think it is going to be a catalyst for my healing and transformation. Um, And I think this will be impactful and useful to the people listening, not only now, but for years to come. The episode today will be about my experience with early birth, short-term pregnancy. I absolutely detest the word miscarriage. Before I begin, I just want to say that this, um, I'm referring to a pregnancy that I experienced in November, October, November. Um, The baby that I'm carrying now, baby Helm, is perfectly happy, happy, healthy. Everything is great. Um, But yeah, I was pregnant in November. I found out I was pregnant in Yeah, I found out I was pregnant in November, Um, got pregnant on my birthday weekend in October. I knew that I was ovulating on my birthday weekend. And I mean, honestly, like I am not stupid, guys. Like I know how to make a baby. Um, My partner and I have been together for a year, um, tracking my cycle religiously. By tracking my cycle, I mean being aware of your ovulation days, abstaining from sex during those days. Um, But it was my birthday weekend, so there was no um, abstinence going on. Um, but like, when I tell you that, like me and Austin (laughs) were like, I, we, you know, we took the pregnancy test and when I was just, I think only a couple days late, maybe like four days late. Cause my period is always like on it. I haven't been on birth control in two years, but my, um, my, my, my cycle is like religious. So when I was just a couple days late, we were like, okay, let's go take a pregnancy test. When we found out I was pregnant, we were like, no, like we know how to make a baby. Like we just don't know, like we just don't know when that could have ever happened. Um, but I do believe it was divine timing, divine placement. So we had our little freak out whenever I found out I was pregnant the first time, um, mostly because, you know, I'm crying and I'm like, I didn't even consciously conceive this child. I did not bring this soul into this earth plane consciously. Oh my God. So we have our little freak out and then we just accept like, this is God's plan for our life. Like we get excited, super pumped. Um, I was pregnant for about a week knowingly. 
Um, and I gave birth at five weeks and five days. So we had just told our family, like I told my mom, went to his family's house, told their family, so excited about it. Literally, I think it was that night or the next day, um, the bleeding started. And then following that, just like extreme discomfort, like lower back pain, like cramping, stomach pain. And then, um, yeah, just like passing the baby through. So that was horrible, traumatic, just like watching myself like lightly bleed. And then hearing people say, you know, oh, sometimes like light, light bleeding is, is normal. And then just like more and more and more and more. And then um, like actually seeing what was growing into my child, like pass through me was so painful, like extremely devastating. Um, it was like late at night at the time. So um, Austin was just laying in bed, like resting completely across the house. And I just go to the bathroom like normal. Cause I'm like, let me just check to see how much I've been bleeding. I'm like monitoring how much I'm bleeding. Um, literally walk into the bathroom, like pull down my pants and it's just like pouring blood. And then I like literally catch in my hand, um, what was going to be growing into what growing into my baby, like my child. So, and so then I'm just like standing in the bathroom and there's blood everywhere. I mean, it's just like literally pouring out of me, like all over my bathroom, like all over my hands. Like I'm screaming for Austin, but he's completely across the house, door shut, laying in bed, fan on, like dark, cannot hear me. Like it was so traumatic because I'm like having to clean things up before I walk across the house. We have tan carpet. I'm not just going to like. I'm like screaming for help. Like I can't. So I have to like literally clean everything up, still carrying this in my hand. Cause like I have got to show Austin and then just like busting in the bedroom, like screaming for help, like just seeing his face, look at me like, Oh my God, like, what is that? Like wh what is going on? Like, and just like looking at each other and just like confusion, desperation, just like crying. Um, that was my freaking experience. And it was just like a whirlwind, like um, not planning the pregnancy, um, accepting that it was the divine plan, getting excited. Um, in that week, I was able to like connect with the energy of my child, like a name came through for me. Um, like I knew that I was meant to write letters to my child and then put it, I was like, I'm going to write letters to my child while I'm pregnant. And then publish a book. And then that way, like, it'll just be a beautiful, like memoir of like my pregnancy. And then my child will have these letters one day. It'll be so great. And that felt so good to me. It felt so real to me. It felt so alive to me. And then losing the baby, I was like, why, like, why did I get those messages? Like, why did that feel so real? Like, why does that feel so alive? Like, why did I get a name? Like, why did I connect that way? And then lose the baby. And then, so I think that if you've been following along this podcast for a while, you know that one of my contracts in life, like one of the reasons I chose to incarnate, I guess, was to um, learn the lesson of grief and healing trauma, like healing grief, um, because I talked about this in one of my first few episodes, but I lost my partner to suicide in 2018. Um, we had just bought a house, had been in there maybe a month or two. Um, went on vacation for a week, came back and yeah, gone. So 
I am, I have had my fair share of grief. I have really struggled and like stayed in some very dark energy. Like I was absolutely consumed by my pain body for so long. And I dug out of that hole. Like, I mean, like from the inside out. So I was like withered away to nothing, like shrunk to almost like a hollow shell. And like my soul was just residing in this hollow shell. It felt like And then I dug deep into that space, grew my light to where I am now, like healed myself, like feel so empowered from my experience, from my story, healed myself, like learned the ability to like heal myself and others energetically, like be a healing space through like my love energy, like channel transmissions. Like I found so much purpose, joy um, from my pain. And when I lost this baby, I was like, I have just spent two years digging myself out of this like pit of despair and grief. I'm sorry. And then just like absolutely senselessly, like in a week, find out I'm pregnant, like experience all the whirlwinds, like tell our family so excited. And then just I'm right back into that like absolutely inconsolable grief. Because at this point, I'm like, what was the point in that? Like, why? Like, what? Why? Why did that just happen? But luckily, I have built my life on these tools of healing. I mean, I have studied with a mentor for six months on healing, energy healing, like I have, you know, gone to healing retreats. Like I am a healer. I have my values. I have my practices. So when this happened, like when we lost the baby, I remember looking at Austin and think, and t- literally telling him like, I'm trying to use less cuss words in these podcasts because I'm trying to keep in mind that there may be um, little ears listening now that I will have little ears one day. Um, I remember thinking, forget this crap, man. Like, screw all this, you know, insert explicitives here. I'm not doing this again. I told Austin, like, I have been through the pain. Like, I have been through the trauma. Like, I have been through this, like, tragic loss, like, senseless loss and healed from it. And I have nothing in me. I'm not doing that again. I refuse to do that again. What's the point? I'm right back here. I will not do that again. And of course, Austin's like holding my vision, like holding space for me. And I I come back. Um, But like my time in the darkness was a lot shorter. And I know these are two completely different circumstances um, and two completely different experiences. But my time in the darkness was a lot shorter because I was able to um, sit in my darkness, sit in my pain, sit in my trauma and then um, move through it, transmute it, give it love, light, give it attention, shed some light on it, give it some attention, allow myself to move through it. I'm going to tell you how I did that. We'll go there. So I spent a lot of time in meditation, a lot of time in prayer, a lot of time journaling. Um, I decided that I was going to continue to write letters to my child. So um, because I do see like a soul forming in body. Like that was me bringing a soul to body form. So I knew that that soul was still 
in the spirit realm. Like I knew that the soul was still in the universe somewhere, like somewhere that I could contact because um, I know that it just does not disappear. So I spent a lot of time in prayer, like a lot of time in meditation. Um, and I also spent probably equal amount of time just laying down, crying, just being sad, just sitting in my sadness, just like, and then, you know, I'm, I'm bleeding for 10 days after that. So it's just like a constant reminder that I like no longer have a baby because I'm just like, literally, it feels like one of the heaviest periods that like ever. Um, and some women bleed for even longer than that. So insanity. Um, but I sat with it and like, whenever you open yourself up to healing, like I want to stress the importance of this. Like, this is why that I do the work that I do. This is why I am reintroducing you to your multidimensional nature and the superpowers that come with it. Because when you develop your intuition, when you form this connection with spirit, like with your creator, um, there's just so much power, clarity, like information that comes from that space. It allows you to move through your experience so much easier. So I'm in meditation and I'm just like really focusing on sending healing energy to my sacral. I'm not focusing on like, ugh, like trying to work through anything at all. I'm just like, God, just send me some healing love. So I'm like holding a sacral mundra and I'm just sitting in, you know, a meditation and I'm just breathing and I'm just like, send me love, send me love, send me love. Like I'm not even thinking about anything. And then I see this picture, okay? I see me holding a little boy in a green blanket. And I had gotten the name Henry um, when I was pregnant. And I saw a little boy in a green blanket. He's swaddled up and he's a newborn and I'm holding him. And I'm like, literally just so filled with emotion. I'm in meditation here. So this is in my mind's eye. Okay. Um, but I'm like kneeling and I'm holding this baby and I'm just looking at him and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can just feel the emotion, the overwhelm. And then I can like almost like feel his cheeks against my cheeks, like in my mind's eye, like I just take my face and I'm like rubbing my face against his face. You know, those baby cheeks and I can just like feel his face and I'm just like crying, like I'm just like crying, crying. I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish Austin was here. Like, I wish Austin could see this. That's what I said in my um, like in my meditation. And then all of a sudden, Austin appeared. And then Austin's by my side, and he's just like looking at the baby, just like tickled to death, you know. And we're just like a family, like holding our baby, so happy. And I'm like loving this. And then all of a sudden, like the baby just like a snap disappears. And me and Austin are in one of those like glass um, U boxes. If you've seen the show U, you know, those glass like huge boxes. And this is like, it's all black around us. So in my mind's eye, I'm like kneeling in this glass box and it's completely black around us. And like me and Austin are having this magical moment with our baby. And then all of a sudden it just disappears. And then of course I just like go berserk because I'm like, I, I'm like, I just had it. I, I, just, I just had it. Like, where did it go? And I'm like beating on the side of the glass and I'm like screaming and like, I can't get out of the box. And like, I don't know where the baby is. And like, I'm just like screaming and crying and crying and crying and crying and crying. And then like now in like the physical realm, we're back to the physical realm. I'm like, 
literally just in meditation, still holding my sacral, like just like crying and crying and crying and crying and just like giving myself time to like grieve and like, I'm like, man, my higher self just don't F around. Like, I know that that vision, like that experience in my mind's eye was like given to me to, um, first of all, like validate that that pregnancy was real. Like that baby was real. That spirit was real. And then like really shed light on my feelings of like, I was just pregnant. Like I just had a baby. And then now all of a sudden, like it's gone. Like, and there's nothing that I can do. Like, like they, I just can't see it. I have no, it's just not like, I just felt so like all over the place. Um, but then, yeah, the spirit of my child came through and he's like, I'll be back. Like, I will be back. Um, I got the message to just keep writing letters um, and to just transform those letters in that book into a story about like my experience in early birth, in short-term pregnancy, like the feelings that I moved through as a woman, like I'm writing letters to my child as a woman who has just like lost him. And the letters are very raw they're vulnerable. They're real. Um, I'm putting them together in a book with like how I moved through it, like how I healed, like my perspective on like early birth and short-term pregnancy. And I think that it's going to be like a valuable asset to any woman who has experienced this. And also just any person period could read this book and better be able to um, connect and understand and just like offer support for women in their lives who have experienced this. Because especially after I experienced it, like then when I talk about it left to right, it's like, oh yeah, I had one. I had one. Oh yeah. This is so-and-so had one. So-and-so had one. And I'm like, all of a sudden, like we find out that there are members of our family, like people that we love who have lost a child. And then it just goes completely untalked about. Like they don't announce it yet because it's too early and then they lose it. And then they feel like they can't like, what's the point in even saying anything now? And then they go through that grief and pain and trauma all on their own because there is like the stigma around it of like, mm, like you just don't want the stigma of like miscarriage, like, mm, like multiple miscarriage, like, uh, like it may, there's like a feeling of like guilt and shame as a mother, like after you experience that. And it, I mean, it just makes us feel like we can't speak out about it or we can't be open about our feelings and what we're moving through. And yeah, like that's why I'm doing this podcast. That's why I'm putting this book together so I can like offer support, like shed light on it, like just change the narrative. Like, ew, miscarriage, gross. Like, no, like even if you were only pregnant for four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, whatever, you brought a spirit to the 3D plane. And this is a message that I got like through my healing and my meditations after losing the baby. It was, you can offer support as a woman by allowing the spirit to come into your body, even for a very short amount of time and experience the earth plane from the safety of the mother's womb. So like you're, cause like the spirit in the spirit realm, like you, emotions come through a physical body. Our emotions come only through our physical body. So if you have not incarnated in a physical, if you are not incarnated in a physical body, then you don't, um, 
experience these emotions. So being able to come into the mother's form and experience emotions through the mother and like the energy of the earth through the mother, um, that is powerful and that is valuable to a soul's evolution. And I believe that there are spirits who make contracts with mothers to experience short-term pregnancies and early births. Because sometimes I feel like they're just like, I'm not ready for this yet. Or there's a lesson here. But what's so beautiful is like, our ability to connect with these souls and spirit. And again, that's why it is so valuable to begin working with your intuition, begin forming a relationship with your creator. Because then like my experience was so much more validated by being able to speak to my child and work through this from a super conscious state. I feel like this episode was necessary. It was needed because over the next decade, I felt, I'm sorry. I feel like there's a lot of, I don't know if that was pregnancy or a lot of truth coming through me. Um, but over the next decade, unfortunately, I see just, um, an increase in the number of early birth, short-term pregnancies, um, simply because the earth is ascending. I talked about this in my last podcast episode, the earth is ascending to a higher dimension, to a higher frequency, and all the souls coming in are coming in at this high frequency, like at this super conscious level. So if our bodies are not prepared to carry that like huge like form of light, then they just simply will not come through. And that's not too obviously like obviously um, introduce shame around the subject. Obviously not. Because if you have experienced that or you do experience early birth or short-term pregnancy in the future, like just understand that it is a part of your life path. Like it is a part of your purpose. Like focus on keeping that connection with your child. If you do want to continue with honestly, cause you know, people asked me after I had the early birth, they were like, so are you going to try to get pregnant again? Like, do you feel like you need a baby now? And I'm like, oh God, no. Like, I don't even want to think about getting pregnant again. Um, but just keeping in mind, like the connection with your child, like keeping that connection with the child, even if you don't want to have a baby again, it's beneficial for your healing to connect with the spirit of that baby and ask them to help you heal that part of you because they will, I promise, because they chose you. They chose you as a mother. 
and they're offering you something just like you offered them something. But also like if you are, and I'm going to do a whole podcast episode on this, like communicating with spirit babies. But if you feel called to have a child or like you have had multiple miscarriages and you're like, what, like this seems senseless. Like why? Like I feel so hopeless. I feel so lost. Like I just don't understand. I would really encourage you to start beginning um, connecting with your spirit baby, with the baby that, okay. Cause first of all, like there are so many souls in spirit that if you open house, they'll come through. So just opening yourself up to your spirit child, like Spirit babies can reside in the aura of their parents um, even prior to conception, one or both of the parents. So really focus your attention, your energy on connecting, like just spending time maybe once a week or every day, like connecting to your womb, just like in your prayer, in your meditation, like opening up space for your spirit baby to come through and like if it's a feeling of peace, if it's pictures in your mind's eye, if it is like thoughts, words, like sounds, you'll know, like you'll, you'll just know if you open yourself up and say like, I am open for messages. Like my energy is open. My heart is open. Like you will, you will just know like what it is, like what it feels like, like who's speaking to you. I believe that. So that was my experience with early birth, with short-term pregnancy and the lessons that I learned from it. Um, Yeah, I am just through this experience, I was able to view like spirit babies. Like, because, you know, if we, when we think about babies in this physical realm, we just think that they're like this small, like, helpless and they don't form their functions that allow them to communicate and think and do these things until, you know, the first few years, whatever. Um, but this experience has showed me that like, no, they are conscious spirit beings before they come to earth. Like their soul is alive and present with them, like as a baby, like, um, I've even seen some women like potty training their children so early, like as infants, because they, like communicate with them intuitively and they know when they have to go and they literally hold them over the toilet and they change significantly less diapers. Um, So yeah. And like this baby is just so super conscious. It's hilarious. Like he's just so aware. And I've, I'm reading the book spirit babies right now. And like, it's so much confirming like all of the experiences that I had, like, they're aware of who you are, who they are, the role that they're going to be playing, the role that you're going to be playing. They don't get this amnesia until they're born, until they get into human form. And then that's when the illusion comes. That's when the veil comes over them. But right now they still like have this super consciousness. It's, I'm going to tell this last story and then we're going to wrap it up. So the name Henry came through for me um, the first time that I was pregnant and I just loved it so much. And then I found out I was pregnant in the day after Christmas for the second time. 
And um, so, yeah, I literally got pregnant immediately after losing the first baby. Like, I mean, did not even have another period, did not bleed again. I mean, I passed that baby through, ovulated again, and then boom, that's when, like, when he said he would be back, like, that boy won't lie and he's back. Um, <laughs> but Austin just loves the name Forrest. Like, he says that he remembers being a child and just knowing that he was going to name his kid Forrest. Like, he just loves it so much. And, you know, I'm constantly checking in with my baby, like just sending it love or, you know, just talking to it, things like that. So I'm at the gym the other day and I'm like finishing my workout. I'm just doing some yoga, stretching, like in my bliss state. And I'm just talking to the baby and I say Henry, like I just say Henry because I told Austin, like his name is going to be Forrest Henry Helm. And I'm going to play the long game because I'm sure when he gets older, he's just going to go by Henry Helm because what a good professional name, right? Like that is a name that people will remember. That is a stage name, you know, like when he, Henry Helm, like he's going to go by that. So I'm like, I'm going to play the long game. I'm going to let, we're going to call him Forrest is his first name, but sooner or later, like he'll come back to the name I love, which is Henry. So I'm at the gym and I'm like stretching and stuff and I'm just talking to the baby and I just use the word Henry and he goes, my name is Forrest. I am Forrest now. And he came through literally like a toddler, like, like a child, like I am Forrest. And I just thought that was hilarious because like in the book, Spirit Babies, they say that like babies can have contracts with one or both parents. And I know that this baby has a contract with me because they came through such a like intuitive, natural healing, like I mean, beautiful manifestation of the woman, me, right? Um, I will nurture this child to their truest expression. I know that this child chose me. But I also know after this that like this child has a contract with Austin. Like that is, this is Austin's baby. Like for Austin to know as a child that my kid's name will be Forrest. And then this kid is so adamant about being called Forrest. Like he is Forrest. This is our baby. Like it's just absolutely beautiful. It's such a fun experience. It's so exciting. Um, yeah, so I hope this offers some light, some encouragement. Um, if you are a woman who has experienced an early birth or a short-term pregnancy in the past, I am sending you so much love, so much healing light. There is nothing that you have done um, that is wrong. Like release the shame, release the guilt. Um, and yeah, like utilize your intuition to connect with your spirit baby, whether they're in your aura right now, or you're calling them in, or they have recently left you, like connect for healing, connect for expansion. I'm sending you so much love.